Welcome to Dyslexia Uniquely Gifted. Thank you for joining Dyslexia Uniquely Gifted, where biblical truths are shared. My goal is to uplift and challenge you today to find a place for dyslexia in your life and let Christ take center stage of your life. Oh, one more thing. I want you to know you are the most courageous person I know, even though we have never met. Our journey informs me that you are indeed courageous. You're gifted, you're smart, funny, and kind. So please pause for a moment, take a deep breath, and be blessed. The Bible tells the story of a Seraphician woman who came to Jesus so that he might heal her daughter. The story can only be found in Matthew and Mark. In Matthew 15 it says, And behold, a woman of Cana came out of the same coast, and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. And in Mark 7, it reads, And from thence he arose, and went into the border of Tyre and Sidon, and entered into a house, and would have no man know it. But he could not be hid. For a certain woman whose daughter had an unclean spirit heard of him, and came and fell at his feet. The woman nor her daughter name is given. However, the Bible says that she had heard of Jesus, and when it was known to her that Jesus was visiting her region, she sought him out. We are not told how far she traveled. We are not told if she had an husband or other children. We don't even know how long her daughter was under control of demons. We don't know how old she was. We don't know how she knew about Jesus and how she would know him when she saw him. We do know that she did not bring her daughter with her, but none of that mattered. What she heard about Jesus was enough to cause her to travel the distance necessary to save her daughter. Now the scripture says that she entered the house where Jesus was staying and fell at his feet. She doesn't engage Jesus in small talk or request a list of references that she might inquire if he was able to do what he said he could do. Based on what she had heard, she decided to believe. Her faith required her to travel the distance, seek Jesus out, and lay her case before him. She says, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. That was her request. That's all she wanted. She didn't ask for anything else. Jesus knew this woman was not a Jew. He knew how the Jews felt about her race. And his reply to her earnest, heartfelt prayer was to inform her that he was sent to the lost sheep of Israel and that they, the children, must be fed and filled first. If that wasn't enough, he said, It's not the custom to take food from the children and give it to dogs. Her response was, this is true. Nevertheless, those dogs under the table eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table. And because she persisted and didn't care what the Jews thought of her, she saw in Jesus her only hope, and she was not offended, hurt by his word, or sent away. Instead, Jesus honored her faith and healed her daughter. She had received the thing she wanted most, her daughter's restoration. It would be easy to believe Jesus just happened to be visiting her region on that day 
and that he was in the right place at the right time. No, Jesus is always intentional about where he's going and what he is doing. Therefore, it stands to reason that during his morning devotion, during his deep communion with the Father, he was told to go to a certain region, to a certain house. The Spirit would send the woman to him. It is also possible that Jesus came in search of this woman to test her faith. He wanted to heal the woman's daughter, and in doing so, he healed the woman's longing heart. Could there be a lesson in this for his disciples as well? Jesus was their example, and it may have seemed at first that he felt the way they did about this woman and her daughter's race by the way he answered and the manner in which he spoke to her. However, Jesus knew those who walked closer to him still had lessons to learn. They still harbored prejudice that would be a greater barrier to the spreading of the gospel if he left it unchecked. They would have reasoned that Jesus did not share the gospel with people outside their race, and this alone would have justified them in doing the same. They demonstrated this by saying, And his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away, for she cries after us. But Jesus ignored their plea and continued his dialogue with the woman. Side note. This wasn't the first time Jesus and his disciples encountered non-Jews and Jesus answered their unwavering faith. For example, in Matthew 8, remember when Jesus was entered in Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion beseeching him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof, but just speak the word only and my servant shall be healed. And Jesus said unto the centurion, go that way. And as you have believed, so shall it be unto thee. And his servant was healed in the same self-hour. Another example. You can find this in John 4. Remember the woman that came to the well and found Jesus sitting there? Jesus said unto her, Give me to drink. He goes on to say, If you had known the gift of God and who it is that say unto thee, Give me drink, you would have asked of him, and he would have given you the living water. Now the woman's response was, I know that Messiah comes, which is called Christ. When he comes, he will tell us all things. Jesus said unto her, I am he that I speak of. The woman then left her water pot and went into the city and said unto the men, Come and see a man that has told me all things. Is this not the Christ? These are just examples. When Jesus went in search of lost sheep among the Gentiles, and just like the others, they persisted, knitting their hearts to Jesus, and he answered their prayer. In the case of this woman, she answered the Lord by saying, Yes, Lord, yet the dogs under the table eat of the children's crumbs. Now she reasoned that she had a right to those crumbs that fell to the ground crumbs that represented the word of God. If the Jews were so careless to let these crumbs fall, she wanted them and knew it would be enough to save her daughter. The Holy Spirit drew her to Christ that day, and he must have whispered in her ear, Believe in the Lord, and he will deliver your daughter. The power that attended Christ's words had reached her heart, and she was satisfied. She would see her daughter delivered, and she was determined to have those crumbs. 
In Psalms 33 and in Psalms 19, the word of the Lord says the following. For the word of the Lord is right, and all the works are done in truth. By the word of the Lord were the heavens made, and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spake, and it was done. He commanded, and it stood fast. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. As this woman persisted in her faith, it grew. He could call her a dog or any other name. She knew how the Jews felt about her, but she also knew that she stood in the presence of the one, the one she was kneeling before, that he had the power to make her daughter whole and to make her daughter free. The Jews, the disciples, could throw insult after insult on her, but she was not leaving without those crumbs. And this is all Jesus wanted to hear. And the next words that came out of Jesus' mouth thrilled her soul. And he said unto her, For this saying, go thy way. The devil is gone out of thy daughter. And when she came to her house, she found the devil gone out, and her daughter laid upon the bed. That's in Mark 7. And in Mark 15, it says, Then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith, be it unto thee as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole that very hour. My fellow dyslexics, is Jesus stretching your faith? Does he appear to be holding out on you? Then don't give up. James 1 says, Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. My fellow dyslexic, what have you heard about Jesus? Do you believe what you have heard? Is the Spirit of God encouraging you to go to Jesus and to cast yourself at his feet? If so, what are you waiting on? Go and tell Jesus what troubles your heart and decide that if it is Jesus' will to grant your petition, then don't leave his presence without your crumbs. Thank you for listening to another episode from Dyslexia Uniquely Gifted. If you know an adult with dyslexia, please share these short devotionals with them. For more devotionals, please visit my website at www.wrpublication.com where you can read or listen to archive shows. Thank you again for joining Dyslexia Uniquely Gifted, and be blessed.